Hello, and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the March 4th edition of Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer. I'm Coach Alan DeRitter, the head soccer coach at De La Salle High School for the boys and also director of coaching at Soccer Innovations of America. We always start off our show with a prayer. In the name of Father, Son, Holy Spirit, amen. Dear God, we thank you for letting us have this show. Uh, thank you for our producer, Andrew, and for all the equipment that we have. Pray that we'll be able to continue to grow this show throughout the year. And... Um, and, and really just bring youth soccer to the forefront of everybody's attention in Louisiana. Uh, please bless everybody with, during Lent. Help us all become better people throughout the process. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Amen. Well, we're taping the show on Lundi Gras uh, in New Orleans. That's a big deal. In Shreveport, I don't know. <laughs> but uh, it's still Louisiana. It's a great time. And, uh, of course, Ash Wednesday's coming. I had to play a state championship on Ash Wednesday once, which uh, I just did not understand how the LHSAA could put a state championship game on Ash Wednesday. But uh, but uh, they've long since stopped that process. Pro- um, um, Practice rather, uh, and I'm kind of glad because that that was a tough that was a tough day to get your ashes fast and play a state championship game, but uh, it, it it is what it is. And uh, Louisiana is just a marvelous place. And uh, on today's show, we're going to kind of focus our attention on trying to make sure that we get the all state team right. Okay, there's a lot of banter out there about. The all state team and um, and all all district teams and all district teams. Are, I think I'm going to talk about that at length on our podcast, uh, Facebook Live, not a podcast on Facebook Live, but on the podcast we're going to focus on the all state team. And it's important that we get this right. The one thing good about the all state team that I like is that there's no set formula. Uh, the coaches are going to vote on the players uh, that that they think should be on the team. No coach can see all the players. That's impossible. Uh, but thanks to this show and laprepsoccer.net and the all-district teams that the coaches are voting on, uh, a coach can have a better or more informed vote. Okay, Of course, people who prom- who are better promoters than others are going to make their kids sound maybe better than others. But my plea to all the coaches is um, don't nominate your player unless they deserve to be on the team. Okay, Uh, if you're in doubt, then, of course, put that player on the ballot. But if you really know that person doesn't belong on the team and you could talk him into being on the team, uh, I don't know if that's just. Um, That's a good job on your part of being able to sell your player and and promote your players. And and we need you to use that talent to to promote the game in Louisiana. But uh, to make sure that we get this team right, we'll make the team be more meaningful. Okay, uh, there's nothing that we can't stand more than people uh, having to say, and they always do, well, how did so-and-so make the team when somebody else didn't make the team? Okay, and uh, we already have that banter going on uh, on LA Prep Soccer, and it's it's been well moderated because we really shouldn't have that banter, uh, at least when the t- all district teams are being made. Uh, there's always going to be disagreements, but coaches – a lot of the disagreements are because of the way we vote for all district, you know, and I strongly suggest 
I've lost this battle for for many a year. Um, that the best players we put on the team, period, um, uh, and that kind of is not the way a lot of people do it. Okay, and so. So then you can start promoting your player. Let's say you get a formula of how many players make the team, and that's that's a popular way to do it. And uh, but then if your player, I mean, as long as your player makes all district, then they could qualify for all state. But uh, there might be a couple of good players out there that don't that should be on the all district team that aren't on there. And and um, it is a painful process. It really is. I'm glad my district we got rid of the we got rid of uh, all the distractions and. And voted for it immediately, um, but y'all, there are about fifty percent of the districts out there that have not voted on their all district team, and it is vital that you get this done. Please get this done this week. Mardi Gras week is the best week, I would think. You after after Mardi Gras, there's really nothing uh, time wise to hinder you. Uh, there's really no club games on Thursday or Friday, um, and so get your districts together, get it done, um, so that we can better vote on who should be on this team. Okay, well, that's my rant for the week. When we come back, we have uh, one of the big players in Louisiana soccer that's been quiet. He's quiet on the sidelines. You know, he does uh, he does a lot of the commentating on uh, the uh, the televised broadcast of the state championship games, which you might recognize his voice from that. Uh, it's Coach Jeremy Poklumba, uh from um, – a lot of people call him Coach Poke, I think – uh, from uh, Holy Savior Menard, found us some really cool things about him. And after the break, you'll have a chance to hear him for the first time on Monday Night Football. Really excited that we have him on the show. So that's enough for me ranting. I want to remind everybody before we break that if you want to get involved in the show, get in touch with us at MNFUTBOL on Twitter or Facebook. I appreciate everybody liking and following us on Facebook. That's kind of important. Uh, so please uh, make sure to keep doing that. But I appreciate everybody who's been watching live and uh, and and really put the show uh, on a bigger scale than it was when we were on the radio uh, exclusively. So uh, again, I thank the people who who invited me to go Facebook Live and podcast. This is. This has definitely been a good decision, uh, but I still have dreams of, of of having the haphazard sports fan run into the show instead of just soccer people. But you got to crawl before you walk. So help us out as much as you can. Uh, give us input as much as you can. Okay, we listen to your input and we act upon it. So be a part of it. Uh, take a part of. Uh, there's a. a community section in the Facebook live feed where you can state your opinions for all to see, or you can um, put your uh, post on our blog on laprepsoccer.net. It says Monday Night Football on the Boy with the Girls thread and the Boys thread, or just message me. Uh, I'm Aide Ritter on the message board. Uh, You could just message me there, and uh, we'll be glad to get in touch with you. If you want to sponsor a a segment on the show or whatnot, uh, uh, we have our list of rates on the on the uh, middle of the Facebook Live homepage. Okay, so get involved. Don't just be a passive listener. Let's all be involved, and we're getting this thing to grow. We're going to start our club focus in two weeks, and hopefully we're going to do a lot of Facebook Live broadcasts on the field. Uh, we're going to be trying out a little bit of stuff at the Baton Rouge tournament this weekend, actually. So um, uh, we are not standing down we're actually going to ramp up during club season so uh stay with us and be a part of us okay we'll break and when we come back we'll talk to coach poklimba on monday night football your voice for you soccer we'll see you after the break
Hello, this is Coach Alan DeRitter, and I want to invite all of you to take a closer look at De La Salle High School in New Orleans. De La Salle is a dynamic, inclusive community committed to academic excellence by evidence with our classrooms of the future, and of course, our commitment to athletics is second to none. Come take a look at DeLaSalleNOLA.com and schedule your spend a day today. That's DeLaSalleNOLA.com. You can advertise your business for as little as $50. Contact us to see our rates and get your business in front of the Gulf Coast soccer community. Follow us on Twitter at MNFUTBOL, as well as Facebook, or call us at 504-577-3131. All right, everybody, welcome back to Monday Night Football, and now we're blessed to have on the phone uh, with us uh, one of the big movers and shakers in Louisiana soccer, to say the least, Coach Jeremy Poklimba. Uh, uh, welcome to the show. Thank you, Alan. I appreciate you having me on. Okay. Um, uh, like, could you tell everybody, first of all, who you are before before you, we start talking about the All-State team? Sure. Uh, my name is Jeremy Poklimba, as Alan said. I currently coach at Holy Savior Menard. This is my first year at Menard. The previous nine years, I was at Bolton High School, so all my high school coaching uh, has been in Alexandria. On the club side, I also work for Crossroads Soccer Association and the director of coaching for Alexandria uh, for the Cajun Soccer Club based out of Lafayette. Oh, wow. And uh, uh, that is a heck of a lot to do in one year. Do you have any free time at all? <laughs> Yeah, I have some free time with that. We uh, help run the Gulf Coast Premier League, so uh, <laughs> it's a it's a soccer kind of life, but it's uh, you know it's, it's fun to say the least. Okay, and uh, so now it's all state time, and uh, uh, I have my feelings about this, but uh, you're one of the you're really the the, the point person. It looks like uh, with the all state process. So if we could just spell out to our listeners exactly what needs to be done. First of all, what do you think qualifies a person to make the All-State team? Wow, that's a tough one. Uh, obviously, it's not the easiest to come up with a uh, a standard that, that applies to everybody. We don't all play the same competition. We don't have the the same ability to see everybody. But obviously, a top player on, on the player's team and probably recognized within their district and probably in their regional teams is a... Uh, is a first step, you know, so for us, it would be the all-district team and then the all-Senlot team. Baton Rouge has a Baton Rouge Metro team, et cetera, for the New Orleans area. Uh, so I think getting recognized on those teams is, is a good first step. Yeah, I, I just, it's the politics of it that really drives me crazy. And one thing I've always been proud of is that when it comes to the all-state team, there hasn't been. I mean, there's still people lobbying for their players, but but uh, if your player can't, uh, to me, if your player is not the MVP of your district, um, you know, then there, there's some questions that have to be asked. But and again, that's all politics too. You know, how many how many um, players do you think uh, we should have on the team? How many players do I think we should have on the team? Some 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 tough questions here, Alan. Um, I'm sorry. <laughs> no, that that's fine. Um, I, I think it's tough. I mean, obviously, a starting eleven is is the uh, the, the be-all, end-all of, of soccer team makeups as far as all-stars go, I think 11 is probably a little too little for uh, high school. Yes. Uh, we have different divisions, but you know, I think between 
uh, you know, 15 and 22 is, is probably something that recognizes uh, as many quality players as possible. And again, it depends if we have a first team and a second team, which we usually do. So we recognize a few more players uh, based on having multiple teams and some honorable mentions. So I think that's why or how we try to recognize a few more players. Maybe it's too much, um, but but it's, you know, it's, it's tough to walk that, I guess, that fine line with recognizing uh, too many or not enough, you know. Well, and and I do think that uh, it comes to the integrity of the coaches. Like my policy is, I'm not gonna I'm not going to nominate a kid for All State unless I really think that that uh, player has has business being on the All State team. Um, do you think that the majority of the people who are nominated are qualified uh, to be on that team, or is it? Do you still see some politics going on? I don't know about politics. I I, I think that. Um you know, coaches all have different perspectives, and uh, sometimes you, you know, you, you, maybe it's the rose-colored glasses or whatever it may be, but you feel your player is is better, even though maybe they didn't accomplish the same uh, as as another player. Um, and so it's tough again if you're on a really uh, low quality team within your district. It, it's possible that if your team doesn't win district, you don't get recognized as one of the MVPs, but you very well could be one of the top. You know definitely 11 players in that district and maybe that means you're one of the top three or four um in the state it's possible so i don't think there's politics on the nomination side i think sometimes people don't realize that the more you participate the the better your chances are for your kids to get recognized if you're the only person in your district that's going to participate in the all-state voting it's really difficult or your, your kids really got to be a standout kid that everybody knows for them to get those votes so it's important for your local areas to kind of recognize the best kids in your area to make sure they get recognized on a state level tell you what there's a high school down here called fisher high school that uh you know they, they are they are just now starting to get the program going and they have a forward i can't even tell you his name but i got the chance to see him play riverdale when i was scouting and I, I didn't understand why I didn't know his name, you know, because uh, he was hard to handle. And I don't think he's been recognized. The team didn't accomplish much. And I think he's proof of the pudding, which you just said there, that uh, a kid like that can slip through the cracks. And it's a shame if the coaches don't do their work. So what do what does a coach have to do to get the All-State team, uh, their player dominated for All-State team? What, are, what is the process? Well, it's going to start here pretty soon. Like we talked about before we came on the air, that the balance is, you know, being close enough to the end of the season so we can everything's fresh in your mind and far enough away so that all of the the teams have had their all district and all area teams um, made because that's kind of one of those things you like to plug for your player on a nomination side when you're going to all state. Hey, all district and all region, blah blah blah. We need to have them recognized at all state. But the first thing they're going to do is it's going to it's an online nomination process. We use Google Docs and it's a form so that everybody that responds. It all goes to one spreadsheet, and it keeps us all kind of organized. So the beginning of next week is when the All-State all nomination form will go out, so either March 10th or March 11th. It'll be open for about a week, so they'll have seven days to submit all the information. And then you know, March 18th through March 20th, we'll kind of gather everything and get the ballots out, hopefully to have teams recognized by uh, March 24th, 25th is our timeline. Okay, who can vote? Uh, all those coaches that are members of the LHSSCA, the Soccer Coaches Association, are able to vote for the all-state process. Okay, coaches who are listening now that uh, have not, or if they, if they had their head under a rock and they don't know that this coaches association exists, how could they join uh, before it's too late? Or is it too late? Um, 
it's it's not too late. Of course, right up. This is a time where we'll have a lot of you know a lot of people signing up because they want their kids to get recognized. Um, and there's a if you go to LA Prep, you know that's the main forum. Which I don't know if many people realize, but I'm from Florida, and then seeing this in Louisiana, it's a it's a one of a kind spot to have all this information at your fingertips and to have so many people participate and keep everybody up to date. But if you go to the you the boys or the girls side, there's a link at the top that says LHSSCA membership. You click in there; it's an online form. Again, you fill it out. Once you have that, it sends you an email receipt, and you can just print that out and send in with your check to uh, Doug Hamilton, who's the president of the LHSSCA. Okay, you're from Florida. I never knew that. Yep, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a Tampa Jesuit grad, Alan. Oh, really? Were you at Tampa when I brought Brother Martin there to play Tampa when they were defending the national title? Well, of course, you probably in diapers at that time. No, well, I don't know. There was. The, uh, what, what, what year did you go down? That was two thousand two. We went yeah, playing the Puma Classic right after I, right after I graduated. I graduated in ninety nine. So that was the two years after I was. That was there. They won the national championship. Look, I tell you, we beat them in a shootout, and they treated us like kings. They hosted us. They fed us. They uh, uh, they took care of us. I, I, I don't know. It was one of the best tournaments I've ever been involved in. And we lost to yeah. a team from California, but that just says it all right there. Go to Tampa and lose to a team from California. You know. Yeah, we've had place. some of the some of the great tournaments down there for sure. How did you wind up in Alexandria? <laughs> my my wife is actually from Alexandria, so uh, we got married and <laughs> lived in Florida for a little while and made our way back to Alexandria. Yep, you married a Louisiana girl. That's how I wound up on the West Bank of New Orleans, exact same way. <laughs> I didn't even <laughs> know there was a West Bank of New Orleans when I was growing up in New Iberia. But uh, there you go. I'm glad you're here. Whether you'd swear you were living here all your life, and. Uh, <laughs> So anyway, uh, since you have the microphone, is there anything else you want to tell everybody in the state about the state of high school soccer from your perspective, what needs to be done and not done? Uh, no, I think we talked about before. It was some exciting uh, state championships. I think, um, as always, it's good to see or to end the season with those all-star games and to see you know all of our coaches and players uh, have that one last chance to be recognized. I think it was uh, getting some um, Adrian Garcia from St. Amon has been a big help. And, you know, of course, Chad Vitrin and Sean Esker always kind of making things work. And I think it's been uh, fun to see some new faces come in um, and to get some new ideas. And I think, you know, I think the girls are going to have a, uh, a comeback player of the year type of award, just trying to find new ways to uh, recognize our student athletes. And hopefully we can continue to get coaches to participate more and uh, give us a good reason to uh, continue to push recognition of our student athletes as we continue to, um, you know, just spread the, the goodwill of soccer and hope that our kids get those looks for colleges and whatever they're kind of looking for in their future. So it's been fun and I hope to continue to uh, help in any little way that I can. Well, uh, a little way, that's that's being humble. You help a lot. And um, just curious, you talked about the All-Star all -Star game, which right now I think is is starting to really take off. Uh, it was fun. Uh, the kids worked hard. It was really good soccer to watch. And uh, what do you think is the importance of an all of a player to make All-State having to had been on that All-Star team? Is that a requirement? Say one more time, is it a requirement? Yeah, okay, so to make the All-State team, did you have to be on the All-Star team or, or no? 
I don't know. You can't really go with that bright line because there's there's a limit for the amount of kids per school. So again, you're only getting two kids per school. Um, and so it's very well there could be three kids on one team that that are good enough. So I don't think it's necessarily a requirement, especially since it's only for seniors. But I'm hoping we've talked about it this year that we may be adding like you know a bright futures game or something where we can showcase some of those uh, rising either sophomores or juniors and and figure out how to fit that in the championship weekend because it's so much going on. There's just not a lot of time, and so hopefully we can kind of figure it out because i think that would be again a, a, an avenue for us to again get more college coaches involved have more of a showcase event because the senior all-star is a great capstone end of the season but but it's not um a super um i guess it was super competitive the past couple of years but i mean you know it's, it's more fun and i think the kids have a great time and everything else but i think it would be nice to get a, a crowd where there's something kind of invested in it too where those younger kids are kind of competing to show that you know they're one of the best kids to be on the all-state teams and be recognized in the future for you know high school soccer i think that's a great idea because that's really what it is it is a lot of fun and uh and and but it's it's so close to the uh Division one final, you know, that a, a college coach might be tempted to come, but I, I don't see enough college coaches like I did in the uh, really in the 90s. We used to get a good crop of uh, college coaches coming in to the D- Division one state final, uh, but the, but I, not so much for the other divisions. Um, but lately, you know, I've been going in the press box, you see one or two college coaches, and I think we really need to, need to get them here for some, some reason. I'd say what if you had the state championship at Mardi Gras, that would probably help huh <laughs> <laughs> i think i think we live in too much of a social culture to, to, to make that all work i think people would probably revolt and mardi gras would take over um but yeah i, I think again i think it's probably on us as coaches and a coaches association to really figure out these these ways to get more coaches involved and it's not the easiest thing in louisiana it doesn't help that we don't have especially on the guys side a division one program at all uh, so it means out-of-state people coming in. But I think there are some local programs. I know Josh McReynolds from LSU Unis. I know the LSUA guys. There's some people that are invested in, in giving local kids good opportunities. And it's just, you know, can we get more and more of those types of guys, even from the surrounding states, to get in here and get a look at the kids that, are, you know, are pretty quality, you know? Okay, one more question before you go. Um, sure. Uh, from your experience, how should a district determine their all-district teams? There have been many different ways to do it. I've been involved in many of them. And uh, what's your cup of tea? It's tough. You know, I, I think uh, when I first started the districts, we kind of recognized, we erred on the side of recognizing maybe too many kids. Um, and it was just a pure... It was pure nomination. You didn't even have any limits. Then I moved into another district where you had a limit based on how you finish in the district. And I think that's probably a, a good place to start, even though you might leave out some kids. Again, you get to blame math as far as this is only the nominations that I got, and that's kind of the way that the, the, the cookie crumbled. Because um, otherwise, it's always going to be human bias that, that you're kind of pointing to. So I think based on you get nominations based on your finish and then a vote between the coaches to kind of recognize and hopefully find those uh, kids that maybe slip through the cracks because they're on a weaker team, but it really did really well. All right. Well said. Well, coach, thank you for being a part of the show and thanks for being a part of Louisiana soccer. And, uh, and I, I wish you the best at Holy Savior Menard and, and at Crossroads and, uh, and any, and anyway, uh, I can't tell you how deeply uh, grateful we are for that. You came on the show today. Hey, well, thank you so much, Alan. You obviously are doing doing a, a hefty part on your own, being able to do this podcast and keep everything and everybody abreast. So we appreciate you too, and you have a great day. Okay, God bless you. Bye-bye. Bye.